Yes, welcome to Rescue Radio. Father God, we thank you that you are the rescuer, that you have come to deliver us from this present evil world held under the sway of the wicked one. We thank you for giving each one who listens today ears to hear, a heart to be prepared, eyes to see and understand, and wisdom to know what you would have them do in these days, Lord, these weeks, months, days, in the culmination, in looking for the return of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you for dying on the cross for us. We thank you for making a way for us to be accepted in the Beloved. We thank you, Lord God, that you are the way. You are the truth. And Lord, we ask that those who have been misled and deceived and being persuaded to go a different way would come back to the righteous, true highway of holiness, Father God, that they would not be deceived, swallowed up, convinced, or overwhelmed with fear, Father, by the enemy, but that you'd make your people, your bride, strong to know what to do in these last days. I thank you, Lord God, for the promise that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that no word said, no deed done, no action taken would be able to be used by the enemy to dissolve, destroy, or to delete us from your love, your life, your kingdom. Father God, that we are your workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, and you are the work, uh, you are the craftsman who has created into in us your own image, your own direction, your own wisdom and counsel. So I pray that you'd guide us and lead us through the difficult, difficult times that some of us are very going through right now, Father God. Uh, these excruciating tribulations, Father God, that you deliver people with joy and peace and power. I thank you, Lord, for wisdom and counsel. I thank you now for guiding and directing us. I bind the spirit of confusion. Anything Satan would try to do to snatch the word from our understanding, Lord God, that you would take the word and build on it, uh, elaborate, and give us deeper understanding of the words. May your heart and mind quicken our minds, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Jesus Christ <laughs> is returning. That is for sure. He is coming. He is coming for his church mm-hmm. to snatch us away. And he's then coming with his church, with his people. The The church, actually, some people don't know what the church means. Uh, we think of the church yeah. as a building or a religious organization of some sort. Or a group of specific denominations who have specific kind of, you know, philosophies. Teachers, systems, yeah, yeah, teachings, doctrine, that sort of thing. The church comes from a Greek word means ekklesia. In other words, back in those days in the cities, if there was a special meeting, they would go around and notify people in the town, said, hey, come on, we're having this special town meeting. Mm -hmm. And when the people came out from their homes or from their businesses and gathered into this gathering place, maybe at the gates of the city, Mm -hmm. that assembly of people was called the ecclesia, the church. Okay, the coming out or the gathering the, out from yeah, the multitude. They came mm-hmm. out from among Makes sense. for a purpose. And so, so that's, that's who mm-hmm. we are. We're, we're a people, we're a special people uh, called out. Yes, gathered out for a specific purpose, called unto the Lord to uh, leave behind the pursuits of this world, the things of this world, uh, occupy, obviously, in the world for the purposes of the kingdom of God, the business of the kingdom of heaven. But the church, as we know, it has been also, the name has been smeared, the word has been violated, and so now people, you know, even the term Christian is not very uh, 
appropriate mm-hmm. anymore for understanding who we really are. I think the new word, uh, because language has been uh, hijacked by Satan as exactly. well. And so words that we think mean something to him mean something completely different. And so we're talking two different languages, using the same words to bring confusion. But the word that he uses now, what we w- w- would refer to as the remnant, and even more specifically, the church is now known to be and is called out from among those who are in the world to be the bride of Christ. To be the bride of Christ. She is the, 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 the bride. Yeah, and the return of Jesus is going to be, the reign of trees, the return of Jesus with his people is going to be, it's an actual return, it's a personal return, it's a visible return. And most people in this world have no concept of, of what he's of, coming of, back of for. <laughs> Jesus, of, G, of who Jesus is yeah. or that he's coming back and what his return will be. So his return is about. Um, gathering back to himself his bride. And this is the part of the this, this story we're going to talk about today, um, the beast and the bride or the beauty and the beast. There are two obvious but very unobvious, actually, things going on right now um, in at the core, at the spiritual core of the war that is going on between God and Satan for the souls of men right now. And one of them is both, actually, both Jesus Christ and uh, Satan are gathering unto themselves their brides, their mm-hmm. their beloved, their behated. Satan would be, he's not loving anybody. but So there, there's always, with everything that Jesus Christ and God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the, the Trinity, the Scripture, uh, communion, everything that God has given us, Satan has created a counterfeit. The blood, the the the, uh, the and now the bride. Mm-hmm. So the bride of Satan is going to be wedded to the beast. The beast is the groom, actually. Yeah, you mentioned about there is the the holy trinity of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right, and the counterfeit? Satan's counterfeit is, you know, Satan, the counterfeit of the Father, um, the, the, the beast, uh, the Antichrist, the uh, counterfeit of the Son, and then the false prophet, the counterfeit of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what we're going to do today is we're going to begin to kind of unravel this uh, this mystery. The, there's two mysteries here, and the Bible refers to them: the mystery of the of iniquity, the mysteries of iniquity, and the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And so, when Jesus came down here, he began to introduce us to more specifically what the Old Testament prophets were just alluding to in their various prophecies and predictions about even his coming, you know, the very detailed prophetic words about, you know, casting uh, lots for his garments and the 30 pieces of silver and all these kinds of things and born in Bethlehem. All of these things that the prophets could only give us just a little, uh, just a little clue as to who this man would be, what he would, what would, what would I help us identify him as the accurate and correct and real, um, genuine, uh, man, son of God. But the, uh, um, so the clues for both the mysteries of iniquity and, and the mysteries of God are now being revealed in a kind of a rapid pace reveal. Um, for example, the mysteries of iniquity, it says in, in First and Second Thessalonians, are already at work in, through the law of this one. And when the, the son of perdition, the, the Antichrist, will be revealed and appear, it says then, then those um, iniquities and mysteries will be made revealed even more, more fully. Well, you, you're talking about how rapidly this is coming along uh, in our in our present world. I mean, it's accelerating at a, as a, a dizzying pace. We're thinking, how could all this happen so fast? And we're also many people are still push pull, pushing back, pulling back, and saying, 
we want to go back to normal. We want to go back to our everyday weekend world where, you know, we go to work, we drive our cars, we go through the rat race, we live in the country, whatever we do, and we just kind of live our lives paying attention mostly to what we, our goals, our people, our family, our celebrations, our this and that. And now all of that has been destroyed, plowed up, plowed, like you plow under when you're plowing a field. All of the surface has been plowed under by this uh, force from hell. Yeah, and and, uh, there's a post that I've been sharing with people, and I'm not sure who put this together, but I'm just going to share it. Some of it? Some of it, Mm -hmm. part of it, yes. The whole thing is too long, right, for this broadcast. But it, it says this, and in less than four months, the government closed public schools and restructured education under the guise of public safety. In less than four months, our government demonstrated how easily people assimilate to guidelines that have no scientific premise whatsoever when you are fearful. In less than four months, our government successfully instilled fear in a majority of the population in America that allows them to to control every aspect of your life, including what you eat, where you go, who you see, and your toilet paper. And the most dangerous and terrifying part, people are not afraid of the government who remove their freedom. They're afraid of their neighbors, family, and friends. They hate those who won't comply. It's absolutely terrifying to me that so many people don't question authority. They are willing to surrender their critical thinking skills and independence. They just gave up without thinking, without a fight. This is what he just read there is really a just a thumbnail sketch of the incarnation of a political social evil which is ramping up into and will manifest as an entity called the beast. It's an incarnation. The the thoughts, ideas, isms, Nazis, ism, communism, socialism, uh, all of these isms are are being melted together, uh, kneaded together like like bread dough, to bring forth a loaf. And this incarnation of the political evil systems that have been orchestrated, perpetrated, uh, initiated by... Satan, the God of this world, who's been all of his career on this planet doing attending to do only one thing, and that is usurp the authority given to, to Adam and Eve, given to humankind by God to usurp that authority, enslave human beings as his servants, and then devouring them in the presence of God to destroy uh, and hurt God and to destroy those who are created in the image of God, who carry the Im- image and essence of the Most High, just just to get even, because he is insecure and he wants to assure that he has this this earth completely given over, secured to, to his purposes, that he might dwell here forever, because he has no permanent dwelling place that he wants to be. He's got one; it's called hell, but he doesn't want to be there. So he's been working to. Uh, instigate, perpetrate, and find allies among the human beings. He has got to find allies among human beings. And he also made his own version. There are sons of Satan. There are, um, uh, uh, Jesus said, you have your father, the devil. Uh, Satan has seed. We know that he has also populated this, uh, f- this field with tares, lookalikes, who are reptilian, who are evil, who are humanoids, whatever they are, to also... 
help and assist in his purpose to capture, overtake, snare the whole world. But in the middle of this snare, there are many, many people who are good, godly, made in the image of God, just wanting to, to do the right thing. But the, the, the giving into this force uh, has created and given permission as, as we see it now. See, we're not going to go back to life is normal. Life never was normal. That what we thought was normal was abnormal. It was, um, it was inappropriate. It was meddled and mingled with paganism and heathenism and, and violence and perversion. And at the very root and core of all this, there was more evil and darkness going on than we could ever com- comprehended because God says in uh, Matthew ten twenty six and in other places, everything that is hidden will be revealed. And we see it now. We see that the, all, the, you know, we will call it these little things like the declassification of the information and, and the hidden works in that. But the hidden works of darkness, the pictures, the symbols, the uh, things that were all hidden from our eyes are now becoming apparent. But what is also becoming apparent is the vile hugeness, monstrosity, this incarnated monstrosity, incarnation of a monstrosity that we will call and it'll come and be identified in Revelations as the beast. And uh, he is, you know, as Jerry said, he's got the the three parts, the the Antichrist, the false prophet, and um, the dragon, if you will. So this is what we're going into, and we are either part of the bride of Christ or part of the bride of Satan. And the bride of Satan are those who are going to be consumed by the the beast, and he will uh, wed them as well uh, through his marks, his seals, and his... Uh, his uh, destination for them, obviously, is complete destruction. Well, you know, Satan is known as the prince of this world, okay? Mm-hmm. He, 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 ha- he has this rebel kingdom, uh, of this, this world system, which, in which the state is God, okay? The and gover- he is the, the state. <laughs> the government is God. And, and the thing is, too, you'd think, go back to Nebuchadnezzar when he wanted the uh, image of gold. He made this image of gold, and he said, "You got to all bow down to it because mm-hmm. the state. You know, the state. We take care of you. Mm-hmm. We build your roads. We build your gardens. We build your temples. We defend you, uh, protect you. We keep protect you safe. You. We want to keep you safe. And and oh, I'm telling you, under the guise of safety, we have surrendered uh, all kinds of liberties, exactly. and, and 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 willing to do it. Very willing. Since nine one one, we've been absolutely compliant." And everything from going through the airports and letting them dig through your luggage and sniff you with dogs and all kinds of things, we have been completely compliant. And it's only it's accelerating now. It's it was you know it's the time Satan has decided it's time to make his move. And you know he's put so much work into this already from etern- from the the beginning, the foundation from Eden, even on through to Nebuchadnezzar and all these kingdoms that have risen and fallen, risen and fallen, uh, come after the Jews, tried to destroy them, risen and fallen. And God has worked with His people to keep them alive, to keep them safe, to keep them afloat, to keep them keep their identity for them through the course of this whole you know, ebb and flow of, of evil. But now it seems like Satan has put so much work into this that um, he's not going to turn back. He's not going to give us a reprieve. Jesus said, render to Caesar the things that are to Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. The, and problem, also, yeah. the problem is Caesar crosses the line. That's right. Well, but Christ, yeah. Caesar crosses the line. Government, the state crosses the line and says, you know, we are the ones to be worshipped. Well, Peter we, said it this we way. Connect, we, we, we're crossing your, we're, we're wanting to eliminate your principles, your law, God's your, word. Your life. Because we are, the state must be supreme. Now, here's the deal. 
The state has also been in the past. God has given it to us as a gift. He says, honor those in leadership over you, the kings, pray for them, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But when it came to the book of Acts, where they were demanding, and the, the, the religious people exact, were actually the ones doing it at that point, not so much Rome, but the, the religious Pharisees were saying, you cannot, you will not do anything more in the name of Jesus Christ because the healing of the of the man who was born lame uh, was a manifestation of the power of this God that they hated, and they weren't able to kill him. They weren't able to really keep him dead. His power was still rising up again in his followers. And so Peter said, ought we to serve man or God? And so th- this is this combination of religion and state is a deadly combination. And now they've Satan is bringing them together again in his final uh, discussion attempt to destroy humankind because he knows religion is about worship and God warned us about worshiping even in um, in the Psalms uh, when God brought them out of Egypt for example and uh, they were fearful he was gone for 40 days Moses and they persuaded Aaron to build them a golden calf made out of the earrings and the gold that they had uh, been given by the Egyptians as they were leaving as they plundered them so to speak and so they worship this calf, and God says, you become like what you worship. And when they were bowing down to a calf, they were putting themselves underneath the essence of this beast. And, of course, the, the calves, the cows, of, were one of the gods of Egypt. So they were familiar and, and kind of already in, in, embedded in and enmeshed in that kind of culture and that kind of worship. So he said in, in Romans, he says, now, now you've, tur- you've t- turned your glory into shame by not being thankful, by not acknowledging me as your creator, and you've worshiped and served the creature more than the creator. And we've submitted, submitted ourselves to uh, all kinds of gods, rats and la- uh, monkeys and uh, snakes. And, and so we become like what we worship. And we have been worshiping the things of this world. We've been worshiping the God of this world and, and his enticements, his allurements, his seductions, his bribes. We've been chasing after the, the, the anything that's shiny and glittery and thinking that we're going to become safe. We're going to become established. It's going to take care of us, the money, the fame, the popularity, whatever it is. So the God of this world has offered us all kinds of trinkets, just like he did Jesus in the temptation in the wilderness. He says, bow down and worship me and I will give you all these things. And Jesus said um, that you worship the Lord your God. He's the one you're to worship. And so Jesus didn't bow, didn't cave. If he would have caved at that point, we wouldn't even be talking about anything. We wouldn't be here right now. So he didn't fall for the trinkets and the offerings of Satan, which many, many people, because they're desperate, they're vulnerable, they need something, they need it quick, they need a quick fix, they go to psychics to figure, figure out what's going to be their prophetic future, they, they use charms, they use medications, they use pharmacia, they use relationships, anything to build, to bolster, to keep, to, to, to any floating board out there on a broken ship, they grab a hold of to try to stay alive, and, and those are the trinkets, those are the the, the things that we've sold our souls for. What is What would a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesus asked. Well, many people are giving nothing, nothing that's worth anything. Anyway, so Satan is buying our affections, buying our time, buying our uh, authority, buying our freedom and our liberty, uh, exchanging like they did in the uh, early days when when the uh, they came to America. And I think they made these deals with the the, the natives who traded them real things, good things, food and furs and things for beads for marbles for little dumb things that, that they thought were shiny and pretty and so they were ripped off and, and they lost their 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 heritage and the same is going on today so but we are in this place now where the beast is developing his bride he is incarnated he wants to uh, do exactly what jesus is the groom that's coming back for his bride satan 
wants to come back for his deformed, decrepit bride that he might destroy her. Yeah, we're at the place right now where chaos is being created in order to obtain control. This is what it is, whether it's through COVID, through Black Lives Matter, through Antifa, through the Democratic Party, whatever is happening, it's creating chaos to obtain more and more control. And you just see, look at it, think about it. All the rights of, you know, we, we read it earlier, to where you're going to go, what you're going to eat, what you, you know, how many people you can have, have in how, your house. How, how, what store can you go to? What, and by the way, what can't have can church. You go to, can't do and church. You can't have church. You can't sing in church. You have to wear the mask. You have to have social distancing, sheltering in place. All this stuff. And you say, well, this is because it's all necessary. Love. It's all necessary to keep everybody safe and peaceful. But yeah. here's the deal: when they say peace and safety, the ben Bible says, says sudden destruction. So peace has become the bait that Satan has put on the hook. Security, he's, security. Yeah, he's made us ter- terrified and afraid, and we're willing to do anything we're, for that safety. But, but the thing is, we're, we're we talk about they talk about security and safety, yet we're more insecure than ever and more afraid than because ever because of yeah. the anarchy that's going. Well, on. Well, here's the deal: how did this all happen? Well, there's only one way it can. happen happen. It's very simple. By making agreements with the lie and the, and the liar, of course, who's, who's pr- proposing those agreements. So we participate. We can, we can either give power to Satan, our power, by the way, we were given the power and authority in the garden. Uh, Jesus gave us back that power when he said, uh, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So God gave us back the power and authority to speak, to declare, to declare and proclaim things, including the kingdom of God, in his name. But we make, we, we give the devil our power when we make agreements. Those agreements come in a couple of ways, either through our practice and participation, like you put on the mask, you're agreeing with, the fear. I mean, you say, oh, well, let's love. You should, I'm not going to make an issue out of the mask, okay? You can wear it. You don't have to wear it. But Satan is using it to divide us, okay? Some people say one thing, some say another. I'm not going to go there. That's not what we're talking about today. I'm saying when you do something, when you wear something, when you wear a Nike shirt, you are agreeing with Nike. When you eat uh, a bagel, you're agreeing that that bagel can come into your body and do whatever it wants to do. When you're looking at the TV and the CNN or the the, fo- the fake news or, the, or Fox News, whatever it is, you're agreeing that those things can come into your room, entertain you, and suggest to you options. And when you passively agree, when you don't resist, the Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil. When you don't resist, Satan takes it as an agreement. It's called a passive agreement. When we don't resist abortion, Satan says, well, you're for it then, because you've never said no. And this is why Satan puts a lot of things in front of us we don't say no to, and then that is he takes it as his permission to go ahead, and we do, and and things get from bad to worse. So the ways we make an agreement are through practicing, through participating, or through passivity. And when we have, when Satan has a critical mass and enough agreement, in the midst of the population, then he moves his agenda forward. Yeah, because it, those kinds of things. What did you say, one of those three things? They're through practicing it, practicing, participating, participating, or through passive agreement. Right. And so you can actually do things. You can you can symbolic things. You can even practice and agree in agreements through symbolic things. We do. Um, when we when we get married, for example, there are symbols. We take on a ring. We we make there are vows. We we're, we're I agreeing with the concept of me marrying you and entering into covenant with you, 
and until death do us part. So there, there's ways that we make these agreements through our words, through our actions, through our silence. And we have to realize now that the silence is becoming deafening. And there's a major agreement that's coming upon the earth. Uh, the agreement with this beast system an agreement with agreement with satan and and an agreement with satan is a rejection of god right and so mm-hmm. it, but the point is going to come where it says it talks about there's the beast and then there's a false prophet a second beast called the false prophet who's going to be the mouthpiece for the beast and going to mm-hmm. say hey here's the one you need to worship you know it's it's not only it's an embodiment of a government state system, okay, of that control, mm-hmm. but there's still a person there that's going to be the embo- the, embodying that, and that is going to be the beast, the Antichrist, but then he's going to have a religious leader that's going to say, hey, here's the guy. You need to worship him. We finally found our God. Mm-hmm. Here he is. And so, and he's going to declare at one point, uh, that he is God. Mm-hmm. And, he is mm-hmm. God. He's going to be in the temple in Israel declaring that he's God. But before that... He will that, sit as God in the temple of God declaring that he is God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not and just, he'll do that abomination not of, just of he's desolation. he's God. He's mm-hmm. just saying, I am God. But here's here's what is, this is Satan working Satan has always toward. wanted to say that, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Revelation thirteen fifteen, and he was granted to give power to the and breath to the image of the beast. This is the false prophet. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Now, what's that image going to be? Is it going to be some kind of uh, hologram, some kind of idea in people's minds? This has been debated all, oh, all along, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And he, But it says, and he causes all, both great and small, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let he who understand has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is six six six. Mm-hmm. So there's been all kinds of theories perpetrated as to what who this what, beast, who, who this, this antichrist, is, what exactly what? The, the mark is. But we can see as we go forward mm-hmm. of this because right now, saying the, the time ch- is going to come unless you've had a COVID test or unless you've had a um, COVID vaccine. Uh, you you're know, not going to be allowed you, you have to have a chip. You're mm-hmm. not going to be able to buy or sell. You're not going to be able to work. Mm-hmm. We're moving toward that now. So the compliance to these compliance to, to these becomes the agreement. Mm-hmm. And so what Satan has done through his programming, demonic programming of the human being, he has trained us to be either bullied or bribed uh, by him to do what we're told to do. And he dangles things in front of us. Okay, if you, for example, here's just a simple example. Okay, so you're going in for a job interview. And they want to see how compliant you're going to be. And maybe this place you're going for a job is not. It Maybe it's demonically, uh, maybe their, their orientation uh, is, is demonic. 
So, and it doesn't necessarily mean this, but people say, okay, if you're going to go to the interview, here's what you've got to do um, to please the boss, the interviewers, you've got to dress a certain way, you've got to wear a suit, a tie, you've got to um, fill out the forms and, you know, you do all that. And they say, okay, good, he's compliant. Yeah, he's docile. Okay, we can get, we'll hire him. But one more thing, before you can be hired, second interview, you better make sure that you send a thank you to the interviewer or whatever you need to do to acknowledge, uh, you know, your whatever to them. So as we're being programmed to do these various things, they're programming us, checking how willing we are to submit. Okay, now you just have to do this. You have to, you know, you have to sign in, you have to sign the sheet of paper, you have to wear the mask, you have to do this. this. It's all just moving us gently, but for sure into the snare, the mouth of the dragon. And, um, so when people are, you know, we have been trained to become very compliant, very cooperative, very passive, and, and it's through both threats and rewards. So people, you know, are rewarded uh, by the God of this world. Their their things don't wear out. They're, uh, they, they live long. They have prosperity. Nothing happens to their families. They're being, some of them are being rewarded for their compliance to the God of this world. They're the elite. They're the ones with lots of money, fame, and power. And they've been given that fame and power and money temporarily to seduce them into believing, into selling their souls, actually, is what it was, all amounts to. And But the devil will betray them in the end, and he'll call in his chips, and he'll re- require them to give back everything he gave them. So, And then the others, the ones from God's side, are being beaten and, and, and belittled and uh, oppressed and persecuted, and who wants that? And so you have the bullying, the bribery, the seduction of the human race, and they're being held and brought into the, under the sway of the evil one, mm-hmm. which has just been the general uh, thrust and motion of this whole scenario since the beginning. Yeah, the folks that are being programmed that way are being uh, lured into destruction, and this is what we're seeing. And and everybody says, oh, I mean, i got to be able to buy and sell. i got to be able to work. i got to be able to eat. To live, yeah. But and, and God warns us through an angel in Revelation 14, 9, Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. So this is the final mark of of, dis, of 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 agreement. When we become marked, we become his. When we take that mark, the beast. Now it's interesting. People are fretting and terrified. As oh no, is this vaccination? Well, vaccinations forever and a day are unnatural. Very unnatural. God has natural ways of protecting people's physical bodies from measles, mumps, and et cetera. And he's built in the immune system and the uh, white blood cells and all kinds of things uh, to, to, to take care of that sort of thing. But now we have this unnatural man-made way of vaccination, which was an agreement to put poison in our body to protect ourselves, put poison in our children's bodies to protect them because we love them. We want to protect them. We let this person we don't know put this vial of whatever we don't know into their little blood stream immediately and and, and because we love them. And this has been the most treacherous. De- Satan baits the hook 
of what he wants you to do with the thing you're the most, you love the most or want the most. You want your children to be well and healthy, of course. So Satan is clever. He puts all this stuff together. This is his vaccination will keep them from getting sick. Although many children have become very sick. Some of them have died because of this. I'm not trying to present as an issue. This is not the issue we're talking about. We're but, not doctors. We're not doctors. But okay, so now we're looking at this last mark of the beast and people, you know, uh, kind of try to figure out, well, what's that going to look like? What's that going to be? Well, all we know for sure is that whatever it is, there will be some sort of a mark of it or an indication that you've got it that will be in your hand or in your um, in your um, uh, forehead. Now, we know that cartoons from China have been telling children forever and a day to take these implants and put them in their wrists and in their, in their, so they can have their little computer chip right in there and they can, it'll be their cell phone and their identification and they can do their banking through the chip and blah, blah, blah. And it's just all kinds of enticing little labor saving devices that you can, you can become partly robot here. Yay. But so, but the mark of the beast, if it's, I, I think it's a personally, my personal idea here. You can take it or leave it. I believe it's got to be some sort of a, a, an injection or a vaccination that alters the DNA because the outcome of this thing is absolute un- destruction. You can't absolute. You cannot back out of it. You cannot. It's mm-hmm. it's absolute final destruction. The only thing that you cannot be saved. You cannot after you take this. You cannot be saved. You cannot be brought into the kingdom of God. That's why the angel from heaven says, don't do it. One's, one is preaching, the first angel preaches the gospel again to these people who are all mm-hmm. gathered together to take this mark, herded together like animals to get their, their shot, to protect them from a, a disease, a virus that doesn't even really, it's not, it, it, whatever, it's contrived, whatever. Uh, it's deadly, but contrived. Okay, it's, it's a deadly biochemical weapon, but it's been purposely manufactured or made. So, so here's the deal. So their DNA has got to be changed to alter their humanness. So only humans, human beings, can be saved. So what's going to happen is if that, that human DNA, the human genome, the 26 uh, chromosomes and, 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 and are, are, are altered, the, the, you know, the combination, the pair, then we will not be human and we cannot, as the angel said, you will be lost. You cannot be saved. You cannot go back. You cannot undo. This is something you cannot undo. You know, death, death, stops death ends our second chances you know there's no more second chance after you're dead unless of course you have five seconds in that interim between that time and the time god comes to collect your soul that you have a revelation from god i'm, I'm not trying to say that but i'm saying there's no reprieve the angel says this is so serious we've got to send an angel by the way people who are terrified terrified of the mark of the beast who are really truly believers in the remnant of jesus christ are not going to be at this point at this point in Revelation. They're not going to be here. The bride of Christ is going to be taken away at some point previous to this. And you say, "Oh, that's just a fairy tale. That's just an escape clause. That's not real." You know what? You have. If you tell me that, I'll tell you. You haven't really understood or read what Jesus Christ, what the Gospels, what He Himself said, and and you have not been able to understand it. This is a very Think about this as an analogy. You have this gorgeous, beautiful tapestry. You're looking at it from the front. It's whatever it is. It's a beautiful meadow. It's a beautiful flowers. It's a beautiful place, room, whatever it is. But when you turn it around in the back, you see all these weird threads. You see black threads and gold threads and green threads and red threads. Well, each one of these threads is a part of the tapestry that has been used by God to make the final 
revelation of Jesus Christ. That's what it is. This tapestry is the the revelation of the love of God and the goodness of God and restoration to the kingdom of God, the family of God, living happily ever after with Jesus in heaven forever. But the red thread obviously could be the blood. Uh, It could also be symbolized by the wine. Um, The black thread could be death and and destruction, satanic things. Um, And uh, so all of these threads, the rapture is a thread. It's a promise. Um, and we can we can go into that um, about the beast and the bride. Let's kind of switch over to the bride to give us a little bit more of a positive um, s- uh, uh, understanding of what that all looks like. So in the process in the world right now, there's the the beast system is developing. We're moving toward the antichrist, and then also what God is doing, He is preparing His bride. He is preparing His people for His coming for His soon return. He's coming to take us away, and 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 his... and so this whole thing is culminating with the 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 the, the devil is is gathering in those who belong to him. And Jesus Christ is calling gathering, back to himself the bride of Christ. He's gathering those who are gathering together unto him, those who are truly his. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's looking for a bride, and it says the marriage of the supper of the Lamb has come. And his bride has made herself ready. So we are preparing as the people. It's his special chosen, his beloved. He he has the the bride and groom image, which is really, really different than what we think of it here in, in the United States. Because the thing is that there was the betrothal and then the bride went to uh, into her house to make herself ready Amen. for the coming of the groom. So what we're going to do is we're going to um, bring part two. That's the that's the kind of the you're going to set them we up right now. We open the door to part two. Yes. And so let's pray that, that this, what we've shown you today, with a lot of stuff to digest, a lot of stuff that we do not want fear to take over you because there's an awesome, awesome reversal side of this for the bride of Christ. And so, Lord God, we pray that as we have our eyes opened, and we are not ignorant of the enemy's devices, that you will give us courage and hope and endurance and deliverance and protection, that we will not fall prey to fear, and that we will know and understand truly what your word is saying to us. Lord God, we will not be deceived. We will not be brought into confusion. We will not be uh, brought into despair. But Father God, in Jesus' name, you are coming back for your bride as the enemy is coming back for his. So, Lord, we pray now that you that these will be sorted out, the sheep from the goats, the good from the bad, and, and you, the wheat from the tares, and you are to be glorified in all of it. So, Lord, bless us in this time of understanding and pondering, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.